Thank you, Danny, for leading our prayers. I wanted to bring a short reflection about this week. We're facing a massive challenge as a nation as the effects of the coronavirus pandemic continue to impact many lives. There is the reality of serious illness, isolation and loss. As followers of Jesus, what's our response? As I've been praying, I sense the Lord reminded me that we needed to be watchful at this time and alert. And though that reminder took me to this passage, this is 1 Peter chapter 5, and I'm reading verses 6 to 11. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. As Jesus' followers, we need to humble ourselves before God. We need to call out to God in prayer and we need to literally throw our cares, throw our anxieties onto God. He, in Jesus, takes on all the things that we're concerned about, all our worries, all our preoccupation with what's going on. He takes it all. We need to be watchful and alert, taking our stand against this evil that is threatening the whole world at this moment. And we need to put our trust in God to bring us through. One of the reasons that I'm delighted that Matt has led us in worship this morning is that it is as we fix our eyes on Jesus, as we focus on God, we get our perspective. We get our perspective that our hope is in Jesus. He has defeated the powers of darkness. He's conquered death itself. He's victorious. If you like, he is the greater lion, the Aslan that we read of in the Chronicles of Narnia who has a much louder roar than anything the enemy can throw at us. And Jesus has won for us eternal life. So whatever we face in this life, we go to eternity 
with Jesus. And that is the hope that we hold on to. And that's the hope that we can hold out to others who don't know that Jesus has defeated death and is risen, who don't know that Jesus can give peace to the most anxious hearts and minds. So how can we respond? Well, certainly we respond practically. It's great to hear of people putting cards through their neighbours' letterboxes, making phone calls to people in the church and people outside the church who are isolated and alone at this time. It's important too that we support key workers who are bearing the load of this fight against this illness. And another practical response is for us when we take the opportunity to buy food, to buy a little extra and drop it off in the food bank uh, locations that we've sent to you in the whole church email. I know there are going to be many other things that St Barnabas people are already involved in because what I know about our church is we're a church that cares and puts that care into action. So let's continue to do that. And as we do that, I want to say to us, it's really important that we do this for the long haul and don't try and overdo things now. We need to let God's grace set the pace. What do I mean by that? I mean, take some time to switch off from BBC News and not engage with the coronavirus. Take some space, even if it's a short part of the day, to rest relax, have fun. We need to draw our resources from God and from each other so that we can reach out and care for other people. And it's clear that that's going to be over several weeks and months. I said earlier in the week to the team here, we must remember this looks like it's going to be a marathon rather than a sprint. And later on in the day, Bishop Dagmar sent a letter to clergy and that included that phrase. So I thought, wow, I am on message with our bishop. It's great. We need to be thinking about the marathon that we're engaged with. It's also brilliant to hear worldwide of people's natural response. And I'm hearing people saying things like, we can beat this, let's stand strong together. And this is great along with the respond practically, this is great, that people are standing together. But I want us, as believers in Jesus, I want us to respond in one other way. I want us to respond prayerfully in faith. I want us to ask God to do what only he can do. And that is to stop this virus in its tracks. We believe in a God of miracles. Yes, we do. We believe in the God who was able to create the whole world, who parted the Red Sea, 
who caused people to come back to life. So can God beat back this virus? Can God stop it in its tracks? Yes, he can. And he calls us to pray. He calls us to join our prayers together with all the followers of Jesus all the way around the world and say, God, come and do what only you can do. Stop this virus in its tracks. As a church, we're engaging with the reality of the here and now, and it's really challenging. And we need to be reaching out in practical support. That's all absolutely right. And I'm calling us also to engage with the greater reality that Jesus has won the victory over death itself. And we can put our hope and trust in him. Wherever you are listening or watching this, I want to invite you now, if you're able to, to stand. Let's stand together. At seven o'clock on Sunday today, seven o'clock today, we're going to put lighted candles in the windows of our home, joining with that Thy Kingdom Come initiative to draw our prayers together to combat this virus, to ask God to bring it to an end. And the way I'd like us to do that is to stand and proclaim the Lord's Prayer. So I'm going to lead us in that now. And let's speak this boldly with confidence to our victorious Saviour. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.